Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, Neon, Helium, Xenon, Krypton. Transform and roll out. Mondo Neon Show, it's Max. I'm with Taylor Dratlow. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, being an artist, you know, and cheering for all the people in the neon space, I feel like every move has to count. A lot of artists feel like they have to go to such extremes to try and exhibit. And, and currently, I, I just love the, the idea of having a neon designer bending in North Carolina. And I just enjoy your work, especially what I've seen online. It, you kind of have a lot of different compositions and a lot of different ideas. Are you, did you have the ability to kind of elevate and start to work in neon right away? Or, or, or what was that kind of uh, for you, like in neon, like were you having this idea, I want to go out and make it type idea when you first got started? So when I first got started, it was more so of like a, I was like intimidated by the whole thing because it was really hard for me um, in college to actually execute the piece. I feel like all of us were really challenged in school. Mm -hmm. and. Um, and where's school, was, by the way? Oh, I went to the school art, the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, and oh, cool. uh, my professor was Greg Mowry, and he was an amazing teacher, and um, I had really amazing TAs and a super awesome support system there. But like, we definitely threw a lot of glass <laughs> around. <laughs> but um, yeah, right after um, that, I did try and find a shop to create stuff, and um, I did end up making these three-dimensional sort of pyramids and that I think kind of triggered this whole like oh okay cool I I know how to work with more of like a three-dimensional sort of situation and be able to show it off with like the art school sort of background and so yeah right I think in like in mirroring what I see online especially too uh you know it's kind of like it, it happens to be very do it now like people are struck by this because of the fear factor I think and the idea of losing trumps the excitement of just making a sign. People just don't get started. If you right. have like, you know, if you have one <laughs> thing to get people at least like get them over that hump, is there anything you can kind of say to other artists out there who want to kind of try and do this? Totally. That's crazy. Uh, I just like left glass right now. We were teaching in class and um, I told this to one of the students and I was like, yo, at least you're like showing up, you know? Like in this person, he totally understood that how complicated it was and was really frustrated at first. But I mean, he still showed up. I'm like, whoa, sick. That's all it takes. Cause like if, if I'm intimidated, I'm like, I don't want to show up, <laughs> you know, but then once you do, you get that much better. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. anything really, Addicting. I mean, it's the idea that we get this thing that, oh, if I do it a few times, I'm going to get everything too. And I also think that the grand vision of neon, there's so many things you can do within neon. Like I try to show that on this show a lot of times I'll have graphic designers and, and um, you know, just ins installation people, people who started a company and quit the company, but then rebuilt it under a different name or were in mm -hmm. art school and now they teach classes. I think that there's this idea that you have to actually succeed in making neon to do everything in neon. And I think that's just a, a huge waste of time. I think the majority of time you could spend learning about it, but at least specialize in one of those areas. And then I think the key is just, like you said, is just to get started. The truth is you don't need a lot of attention. You just need a few people who can kind of understand the business and connect you in a little bit of ways and just be practical. Like you have to start 
on one of the elements. Maybe it's bombardment. Maybe it's um, watching some glass bending, you know, in person and trying it out yourself, having a stick kind of rolling into the flames. I think humans are really intricately connected that way. And I think we do learn through experiences and you have, it sounds like you have courses going on there too. You said some students too, right? Um, yeah, we teach classes over at glass. I was just assisting today. <laughs> cool. I think the, the platform has changed too in neon. A lot of people get frustrated by this is manifesto, especially with like comparing led to like neon. I think where glass has really been great is that, you know, they're not, they're not trying to sell anything that you're not, necessarily aware of right like the intersection between art and glass and just really just keep on creating that energy i think nate's been really successful in his mission about you know his his spirit and his idea of how to live life and his interest in business and he really aspires to define a voice in neon is i think he's been great especially for that area has it absolutely been, have you learned a lot from from him in that way yeah, totally. If I can actually like see him because he's like a big blur. He's always like nonstop. It's insane. But yeah, um, there's so much creative like energy happening at the shop and we really are nonstop. And I don't know, it's exciting. I feel like this year is going to be really big for us and I'm really stoked to be a part of it. And the, you know, like I see some of your work too, like the, I love your chain art. Like oh, thank you. <laughs> which I don't know if I've seen, I've been seeing more chain art lately, but I don't know if that's because we have, I've been look, like randomly coming across it, but mm -hmm. chain neon is, it's just this weird mix of like dimensional space, which I'm familiar with. Obviously you all know what it's like to be on a chain link fence, but it's composition totally. is unique. Like you're using Krypton, which I appreciate the idea of you know just having different gases besides just neon and argon. Right were you kind of dedicated towards a certain direction when you were making that? Or do you have like a specific motif you're going for? Or do you just like, you know, let me just get in there and make something I enjoy. Well, so I had made my first chain a couple years ago and that was pumped with argon. And that for me was like, just like raw <laughs> starting from the beginning. I was like, Oh my God, how do I even go about this? Like, do I process this, uh, process this all together and, you know, try and like, be all cocky about it and make it a total whole chain process individually but connected and like be that extreme and then I was like wait well you know first off will the glass hold itself you know <laughs> like let's start there and so that whole thing I was like wow this is a success and I can hang this and string it across places and so I was like well how do I you know change up the shape and how far can I push this and how heavy can I go and so I'm kind of still developing chain number two right now it's cool i uh and it's it's awesome too like to see when you kind of have a successful moment and using that as like the jump off point like it's it fucking sucks when something breaks but you know, <laughs> when you really get into it and you're like there's nothing really better than obviously taking an obnoxious amount of time and discussing strategy but when you actually see it in person i think the payoff is so so important in neon i think it's what you kind of strive for you know you do this entire thing and or you risk going in the you know spending a bunch of time and energy trying to make some single move and then you come out of that you know not unscathed but ultimately you have a story right it's like this defining moment <laughs> how do you oh yeah absolutely i feel like with neon it's everything like once you plug it in you know it's just like the most gratifying i don't know it's a hoot like there's no way i won't smile every time i plug something in it's like insane so 
yeah, I think all of the work is totally worth that, you know. Mm-hmm. And where, where I think too is like people get caught up is especially on YouTube and Instagram is it's so easy to, to get excited about it, but I think it's a tremendous uh, moment when you can really kind of look back and I guess just share the day-to-day operations or what, what you think, like, especially with this show, I would love to interview as many people as possible because it's such a rich environment. I don't mm-hmm. think there's one type of neon artist is what I'm saying. And practically everyone I see online is doing something a little bit different and saying something also uh, a little similar too. like, we're all kind of in this and in, in this kind of space. Um, yeah. And I think the spreading of the neon has gotten pretty far, especially with um, Instagram, which I, th- I would call really like the distribution digital highway. Like it sounds stupid. It sounds like pre 2000, you know, like AOL, but Right. We've gotten far enough now that we actually can see like, okay, there's real depth here. It's not like this thing is dying or it's on its way out. It's just changed in a lot of ways. Do you know, like in North Carolina, has it, has the city really kind of gravitated? And then also like thinking more globally, like, have you noticed the change too, where you're discovering like certain people online and how does that, does that influence your work at all? Or, you know, how you... So to take your question but like twist it a little I guess um as far as like people becoming more um I don't know people practicing with neon more which I think is really awesome and how that's like more prevalent now than it has been that just made me think of like how I was coming to into neon and it was really hard after college and how it's so I feel like it's a little easier now and I'm kind of wondering why you know like curious as to why like is it because things are I don't not less conservative but I feel like neon is such a conservative medium or used to be that um I don't know there's like not ego involved but for example I don't know I feel like I'm talking in circles but for example like uh glass blowers versus two benders I feel like was a huge thing as far as industry goes mm-hmm. and so now that stigma, I feel like, isn't there anymore. And so maybe people feel like they want to share neon now because I feel like it was like the secret that people didn't want to share before, you know. And so I don't know. I'm glad that we are sharing it because we need everybody to believe. Otherwise, we lose it, you know. Totally. But uh, totally. yeah, it's difficult too. like you're kind of like this sucks. Like, you know, people kind of getting at each other and thinking about it that way. But I think the superstars or the people that have really kind of laid the groundwork for a lot of the prior work, how they kind of went about it. I think you attract the followers that you're looking for based on, you know, what you're putting out there and right. makeup is much better now. You know, we get a lot more variety. Like I said earlier, I think the type of per- neon personalities online specifically, I mean, the shops are, we need them. They're important. I think the influence and the impact they have is really dramatic, but the value a lot of artists are bringing is really uh, at face value. Like they're ambitious, you know, they're putting together shows. They've, they've been willing to kind of bring people in and the power of like leveraging this, this imaginative space, you know, like I don't get this idea of we're kind of bringing this, uh, you know, kind of tip of the iceberg moment where there's literally hundreds of that, you know, kind of going on that effect where you're talking about like tag somebody, you change their life, you drop a comment, you simply, like, I love it when people are like, you know, oh, I've never seen this before, or this was, you know, this, this is a great thing. And thanks for, you know, putting it online or whatever. 
because it should be like that, right? Like, obviously, we shouldn't have to kind of struggle to find the process and okay, what are the exactly? Yes, know, I totally agree with that. Yeah, you know, or you're not using the right words. This isn't the right tool. No, I mean, it's just oh it's good to be <laughs> you know know what you're doing, and it needs to be said that there are ways to go about making neon. But I realize there's just so many great people out there helping other people. You know, right? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm so glad to see like a turn in that direction for sure. When like, and also to you, you've got, I love the semi that you made. I think it was like the first thing I was, cause as a kid, I think I gravitated. I was like in the Midwest. I grew up in a very kind of suburban lifestyle. Like I would say just, you know, just randomly being on the road, <laughs> like walking around as a kid being driven around. And when I would look by semis, it was this constant reminder of like, there's something really big and exciting about that. And the minute I saw this like neon pink and green semi <laughs> i don't even know i can't remember what it was for but i just remember commenting on that picture and you were like oh thanks that was the first time i think i've ever landed on your work and i remember thinking man that's exactly what in my like seven-year-old brain i wanted to see you know <laughs> like <laughs> totally <laughs> thanks well, i'm so stoked it did that for you <laughs> it had that effect like i mean i grew up in the 80s so this was like a time where you know, that was constantly the right color scheme. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A common color scheme. Yeah. Like if it wasn't like neon, you just weren't in, but it was really cool to see. I don't, how, is that really big? Is like, what's the scale? Is it pretty? Uh, it's uh, 33 inches by 39 inches. So it's a good cool. medium. I'd yeah. call it it's really heavy. And did, you, yeah. did that travel around? Or was that where, was that for a certain show or? I, I did make it for a show in Atlanta and it, lives with me here in North Carolina now. So nice. yeah, I love it. It's really kind of super bright. Like that's the one, like I'm not much of like a, a dimmer kind of person. Cause I feel like that's not right in my mm. opinion. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess I'm like a purist or something, but uh, yeah, that one definitely needs a dimmer. <laughs> that's debatable too. It's funny, like dimmer. There's been, I think clearly a few, a few times, the most times I get flagged for dimming is going to be in a restaurant for me personally. Like yeah. in your environment, like I can understand that. Like you're trying to, especially in New York. Oh yeah. Has like a certain vibe, <laughs> and I can remember a restaurant. I can't remember what it was, but it was in the ceiling, and you turn it on, and I clearly remember I was in the middle of dinner. It was like eleven o'clock at night, and everybody just flips over and like ah, and then after an hour, their manager comes over. You know, can you just turn it down? Is there a way to? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, you don't turn down the, you know, and then over right. time, of course I understood what he was saying, but I'm, I'm, I, I get your point. Like, I think there's two camps. Like there's the ones that just, can we keep it as bright as possible? And there's other ones that are just like, does this thing dim, you know? Right. Yeah. No, I'm just like, uh, it's like an advertising medium. It's going <laughs> to advertise. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're just doing a better job than you expected. What's the problem? You know? Right. Like, no, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like you just can't mute something that's not meant to be muted, but yeah. <laughs> different, different different theories on that. Um, and you're, you're working too, like in an artist sense, do you, are you in like uh, kind of going for the galleries? Are you doing like independent stuff, like where your commercial work goes or, you know? Can well, you so work? yeah, I am aiming towards uh, exhibitions. I have one coming up, which is really awesome, but I'm also... Uh, spending some time doing more of like a material study sort of situation and um, getting into some plasma boro fun stuff, which is really cool. And uh, by doing that, it's like teaching me so much more about 
neon. I'm just like blown away. Like I have so much to learn and I wish like there was more time in a day, like leaving the shop. <laughs> like, I'm like, Oh my God, I see the sunlight. But also I'm like, Oh my God, there's so many things I could be doing, you know? Yeah. I think together too. I think like when I look at that, it's such a direct pathway, but I think a lot of neonars haven't gone that far. I think mm-hmm. that the plasma stuff is really cool. Um, have you gotten in touch with uh, Percy Eccles at all? No. Oh, okay. I have somebody definitely I'll connect to you, but it's uh yeah, that's his thing. He just everything that he's doing over there and he's got a a podcast called Taming Lightning. Shout out to him. Okay, I have heard of that podcast totally. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's the he's the uh originator of that. So we Yeah, so he's got a lot about plasma and he explores a lot of the artists that are on there. So if you've been listening to that, that's who he is. But uh yeah, shout out to Percy. Definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. He just did some. He just big ups Shiban's show, which you know, obviously you know what that is. But he's uh, been a big proponent of neon too. You know, just all the neon arts, and so it's cool to see. Is it easy to kind of transition into that, or were you kind of think? Because I've seen Glass do a lot of different really cool courses, and some of the stuff in Plasma has really piqued my interest. Because it's great to see a neon shop get into Plasma. I don't really see that at all that often. Oh yeah, totally. And we have this really amazing in-house borrow worker and he's like killing it and uh, definitely influencing me to push that limit with the glass. And I, I mean, I was definitely really reluctant because I'm like, Oh my God, like this is totally a different material. And I know how it affects me um, to go from like, say leaded glass to lead free. But uh, not that that's a big deal. Cause I really, I'd like to say I'm like easy at transitioning between the two and whatever, but that being said, I was like, okay, like hard glass, like how's this going to go? And uh, it was surprisingly a lot easier to work with than I had expected. So yeah, yeah. that's really cool too to think about because I think a lot of artists too, they build themselves up in a way like this is what I use. These are my tools. This is the section of space I'm really going for. And, you know, I'm just going to do this as opposed to, you know, oh, this is responding to me and I'm going to follow this as, as long as I can engage with what I normally do, you know, and it guarantees me another way to, you know, interact with my followers, you know, whatever I can, you know, express myself in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something far more to be proud of, I think, just because I think it's a little bit more human instinct, you know, like if you engage with this thing, why not try it out? You know, you might like it or it could be a bus, but, you know, your favorite thing right now could really kind of turn into something exciting if you don't kind of look at it that way. I think providing you know it still works for you you know so i love plasma it seems very hard to wrap your head around it because for as far as i know you know neon's been a very standard practice especially right tubing you know like 12 exactly (laughs) yeah i couldn't i couldn't even process how how similar things were and especially processing i was like oh holy cow, like I'm overthinking this like way too hard. I'm like, damn, I wish I knew this a long time ago. Like, this is crazy. But uh, I'm just one of those, like, it has to be in front of me type learners. And so I'm just blown away now. <laughs> yeah. And the cool part about it is that, I mean, different, we got kind of gone off topic, but I do think it's related to neon in a lot of ways. You know, when I look at certain plasma artists and, and different art pieces, I'm just like, that's incredible. You know, whatever can hold this, gas and whatever it can be you know that they're just really pushing the limits and it feels very futuristic like kind of what i think about neon but in a different way and 
it just, yeah, it just feels very liberating. I think a lot of times it's just a nice alternative to what I normally see in the neon space. So it's cool that you actually are learning that as well at the same time, you know, kind of guaranteeing yourself a place in the neon world as well. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I was thinking about how to approach this podcast because, like I said before, I was, like, nervous. And um, I was like, oh, my God, what do I talk about? Like, neon and, like, the whole argument of neon versus glass blowers. That's not a conversation I feel like anymore. Or, like, and then I was like, oh, my God, it's just I'm not trying to say I, I want to be, like, a diehard neon artist or anything like that. I think I just want to be an all-around good glass worker. You know, and I was like, whoa, that's silly. It's simple, but it's like that easy. It is too. It's kind of like a moment where, and it's also one of those things where it's like, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's not always the same way when I produce a show too. I'll have a moment in time where I'll be thinking about an article or uh, right in in my head, I've come up with some ideas and I get into it and I'm just think, okay, everything starts from somewhere. So it's nice to, you know, encompass that a little bit further you know practically everybody is going to be endlessly learning something so it's this weird kind of like you know catch me if you can like even if you get the perfect band or you're satisfied by this like piece of work you're going to make you kind of always get let down at the end because it's like right. oh, it's done like yeah. now what now i gotta like distribute it possibly sell it or store it or recreate that environment again or get another show. So it's like right. I fall in love with the idea of trying to do it all over again as opposed to like attaining this like, okay, now I've done these five pieces or it's a piece of cake now, you know, I'm just gonna exactly. Keep <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great point. I'm like, whoa, sick. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, because artists, it, it, as artists, it's too, it's like a confronting place where you're like, you. I think as artists, we talked about this, is like perfectionism in neon, it doesn't really exist. Because there's always right. someone out there who's going to point out like, oh, that bend oh. is good, or that double back <laughs> <Exactly>. sucks, or, <laughs> you know. So don't spend too much time on that too, is what I'm thinking. It's like, just go out there and make is what I hear from you, especially when I look at your work. I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, you're just going out there and, and, and doing what you can and making those connections matter you know Um, totally yeah I I was always told um when I was practicing and things like that like okay you know like especially coming from people who worked in production and like did massive amounts and stuff like that like I didn't have the privilege of learning in that sort of circumstance and so I didn't have the repetition you know and I'm like oh damn I gotta make up for that you know I have to spend a thousand hours you know this year in the fires to make up for that experience that I could have had where it would have just like been, I don't know, like brainwashed into me, you know? And I'm like, damn, I wish I could have had that, but yeah, trying to make up. Yeah, totally. And I think too, is it creates a sense of anxiety. I think plenty of artists (laughs) serendipitously, those meetings could have led to direct success moments, but completely unexpectedly you pulled yourself out because you said you weren't really right for that or whatever is that, you know, it's uncontrollable, but in other words, like, you know, you just kind of have to accept that the perfect timing is never going to be perfect. It's just, you do the right decision. You just keep working at it and becoming a great artist is really not overthinking your every move. Like everyone tries to make that decision all the time. And I think it's a huge mistake. I think your speed of those decisions and the time it takes you to just keep saying, I'm doing it wrong. Just work out that, you know, just keep making, you know, efforts. And uh, yeah, I mean, 
you know, people just make too many judgments on it. I think it's great to know that every artist here is working to their best of their abilities. If as long oh, as they totally. don't undermine themselves and try and ruin, um, you know, just try and navigate that too much, you know? So, uh, yeah. yeah, I just love it. I think you're building a really great framework, especially for someone who's just, you know, it's amazing how much you've done in such a short amount of time too, like where I see your work going and everything like that. So Thank super you. excited. I am um, where your shows are at now, like that new show you said coming up, where is it going to be? Uh, it's going to be at Bishop's, which is, I, it's downtown Raleigh, which, uh, North Carolina. So that should be super sick. It's opening first Friday. Um, so yeah, this next Friday. So that'll be cool. Awesome. And, and if people want to check you online, um, your website as well, right? Oh yeah. My website, uh, www. Wait, is that too many W's? Anyways, <laughs> taylordratlow.com. And, uh, my Instagram is taylordratlow as well. That's Taylor with an E and, uh, yeah, hit me up. I'm really friendly via internet. So yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Super stoked to have you on the show, Taylor. I appreciate you coming on. And well, uh, Thanks for having me and thanks for checking out my work. I really appreciate it. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up. And as always, thanks for listening.